For our last segment on Beer in the City today, we visit the Geffen Temporary Museum of Contemporary Art. The museum's northern facade is the site of a commissioned mural that was ordered whitewashed by directors after the artist began to paint soldiers' coffins draped in dollar bills. That mural would have been a centerpiece of the Art in the Streets show that opened this weekend. While police were shunting off grafiteros and taggers from painting on the building's facade, hundreds of people lined up at the glass doors of the temporary contemporary to pay $10 to see graffiti and tagging on the walls inside the museum space. Our arts editor, Jesse Lerner, has this take on the exhibition. The Museum of Contemporary Art's populist exhibition, Art in the Streets, opened this past weekend at the Geffen Contemporary in Little Tokyo. A museum exhibition of, quote-unquote, street art is by its very nature self-contradictory. The moment the art leaves the street and enters the museum, it ceases being street art. This points to what is only one of the fundamental problems with an incoherent, big, bombastic mess of an exhibition. The show frames the work on display with a timeline offering some of the landmarks in the evolution and commodification of graffiti, skate culture, and hip-hop from the late 60s to the present day. But it's never made clear whether the aim is to provide a universal overview of these things or simply their histories in the context of New York and Los Angeles. The inclusion of a handful of projects from places including France and Brazil make me fear that the aim is the former, in which case we have a highly narrow and parochial vision on display here. Below this timeline, a number of galleries offer a streetwise version of the period room. See Basquiat and Kenny Scharf's work hung in a recreation of the East Village's fun gallery. Walk through Ramel Z's loft. In one corner, visitors can walk through a litter-strewn alleyway. Transplanted into the safe space of the museum, this kind of reconstruction doesn't simply feel phony. It embodies exactly the kind of sanitizing appropriation that this sort of exhibition ought to take great pains to avoid. The work that fares best is documentary in nature, photographs of some of the murals and painted subway cars, now whitewashed or covered over. Clips from Charlie Ahern's Wild Style take you back to New York City in the early 80s. Broken glass everywhere, people pissing on the stage, you know they just don't care. I can't take the smell, can't take the noise, got no money to move out, I guess I got no choice. Rats in the front room, roaches in the back, junkies in the alley with the baseball bat. I tried to get away, but I couldn't get far, cause a man with the touch of repossessed my car. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes, it makes me wonder. How I keep from going under Standing on the front stoop Hanging out the window Watching all the cars go by Roaring as the breezes blow A crazy lady Some 30 years ago The New York artists group CoLab Or Collaborative Projects Organized sprawling, chaotic, energetic shows Like the real estate show Or the Times Square show In which they mixed graffiti art With photocopied punk rants Angry feminist art Bad paintings And works by the likes of Kiki Smith Jenny Holzer and David Hammonds. This kind of DIY, no-budget exhibition from Reagan-era Manhattan, messy and energetic, like Kurt Schwitter's Mertzbau, seems to be the paradigm for the installation of MoCA's exhibition. Lots of stuff all over the place, some of it interesting, much of it less so, 
but the more the merrier, and of course supplemented with a musical soundtrack and skateboarders demonstrating their tricks. The discourse that frames this exhibition could not, however, be more different than those punk free-for-alls. Collapse projects aimed for a little more than an open forum where anyone could have their say without the benefit or interference of a curatorial gatekeeper. Mocha's show, on the other hand, bills itself as, quote, the first major historical exhibition of graffiti and street art to be organized by an American museum. In spite of these aspirations, the museum has produced a messy jumble, which can't be faulted for a lack of ambition, but which is filled with so many missteps. At the end of the day, it feels like the museum's gone slumming in a misguided effort to gain street credibility and box office revenues. It might have been better if they hadn't even tried. For here in the city, this is Jesse Lerner. So after school, I take a dip in the pool, which is really on the wall. I got a color TV so I can see the Knicks play basketball. Him and talk my checkbook, credit cards, more money. I've been a sucker, could ever spend. For more of our coverage about graffiti art, muralism, and censorship, visit Here in the City, that's H-E-A-R in the city dot org, and click on The Arts. Well, it's on and on and on and on and on. The beat don't stop until the break of dawn. I said a M A S a T E R a G with a double E. I said I go by the unforgettable name of the man they call a Master G. Well, my name is known all over the world by all the foxy ladies and the pretty girls. I'm going down in history as the baddest rapper that ever could be. Now I'm feeling the highs and you're feeling the lows. The beat starts getting into your toes. You start popping your fingers and stopping your feet and moving your body while you're sitting and you're sitting. Then damn, they start doing the freak. I said, damn, I'll ride it out of your seat. Then you throw your hands high in the air. You're rocking.